So, I really want you to explain that shit to me, too, because I'm kind of hazy on how all this works. Like, right. You've been the music artist between the two of us. So, Meat Mills wants to pull all his music off of... Streaming services. Streaming services. Streaming right. services. Streaming services. So... No, for a fact, my my nephew said that one time. Screaming services. Screaming services. That's yeah, what we talked down here, man. They was, on Twi- thing, they was on yeah. Twitch, and they was like, <laughs> <laughs> they were like, oh, they was like, they was doing something on Twitch, and they like, they've been screaming earlier, like when I could, I called them or whatever, mm-hmm. and they was like, well, why couldn't you answer the phone, though, nephew? <laughs> like, I was screaming earlier. Still, why couldn't you answer you the couldn't phone? Couldn't stop screaming. <laughs> no, I couldn't stop screaming. I'm like, how the live feed going to? Oh, streaming. Like, nephew, you 11 years old. What are you screaming about? So goddamn. <laughs> yeah. So. Can't whisper. <laughs> like, you know what? I guess 11 years old got shit to go through shit too. Is Meat Mills an independent artist? I think he is now. I thought he's still with MMG. Like for life. That's like, like a lifetime thing. Who the hell was signing a lifetime contract like that? MMG, that's 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 okay. Does he still do music? Yeah, I don't know. I'm not Ross, sure. He just did an uh, incredible song where he was one of the two best rappers on the song, but neither one of those people were actually put on the radio because Jay Z made a five minute verse on it and he was the worst one in the whole song. So they I've put Jay Z's verse up there because it's Jay Z. And yeah, anyway. Yeah, it's your boy. I do not like Jay Z. Like now, or did you never like Jay Z? I, I do not like Jay Z's music. Uh, I can't say all of it. I, say about, Rock I like about ten percent of his music. Was Big Miller Rock Nation at some point? I want to say yeah. I, it feels like that's a yes, but I think that's also because if he was with Rick Ross and Jay Z ran Def Jam while Rick Ross was there, so it might might be some of that. Yeah. Okay. Spillover. So Meek's Mill contract. Because uh, no, what I know of the music, like how streaming works for artists, I understand they don't make as much money as they used to. Mm-hmm. Um, which I don't understand why, you know, at a certain point, you got to kind of negotiate, especially if you're a bigger artist. I, well, I assume bigger artists negotiate better deals with streaming services, but like they got to get like 10,000 like streams to get like $1 or some shit like that. Does that, does that how it work? Say that again? Like they got to get like ten thousand streams to get one dollar or some shit like that. It's something like that. Um, and I'm trying to figure out who, like, how that shit even allowed. Because they scream so many times. There's so much, so many screen streams. Like I have a, an album on, iTunes, um, like officially on iTunes. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't own. Well, when I put in my paperwork, I'll get all my back money from it. But um. The, that album came out in 2006, and it still streams 24 to 25 times a day, which is not anything um, financially, but for something that's never been promoted in the digital age and still catching streams. Yeah. Um, stuff that's on the radio, if you look at Apple Music alone, you're talking about if a radio song is going to get 100 million streams a day, maybe. I'll look up the average in a second. Um, so Meek Mill. But basically, at, he was talking about how um, he wants to put it on, like, um, what's the thing? Hoes use it. Cash app. Mm-hmm. Hoes use it. Yeah, I mean, I guess from what I understand, um, people say it's an ingenious move. Like, 
you know, you pay the money for the album. He sends you a link where you can download it. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Um, I'm not really good on the music business. So you got to school me on this. Right. So the the way it works in the music industry is uh, as an artist, once you, so pre-streaming services is as an artist, you get a certain percentage of your albums. You get a certain percentage of radio rotation. You get a certain percentage of um, your your masters or something like that. Uh, most time, oh, hey, hold on for that though. Somebody just made. Um, what's the difference between masters and publishing? So your masters is the finished product. Okay. So if you get your masters and you you did a song. Um, you do your song, your master will be the finished product. Okay. So any part of that finished product is yours for your master. Your publishing, it might be, it's the writing that's done to it. It's the composition of the music that's done to it, like any part that you played in that. So if you get, if you keep your masters, you get 100% of your masters, you get 100% of that master, but don't you don't get all that underlying cut. You get it, when it touches the master. So if it's a hundred dollars that somebody puts towards so if it's a hundred dollars, your master might only be ten percent of that hundred dollars. But if you get your publishing and all that with it, that's a hundred percent. So why would somebody sell their publishing? You sell your publishing for money, same thing. I mean like okay, so you basically uh, it sell was... yeah when you sell your publishing, then you sell every piece of that song that you have the rights to. So, like, if somebody plays a song in a movie, I don't get paid for it anymore. The person who owns Correct. the publishing gets paid. The person paid. that owns your publishing. So, also. how does that link into it? Like, but if I still if I sell my publishing, but I still own my masters, I still get paid something, right? You won't be able to. So, I don't own the masters anymore. If I sell my publishing, I don't own the masters anymore? Mm-hmm. Okay, so my question is, why would a rapper do that? I understand, like, Lil Wayne sold this for $100 million. It's just but. language. So, most people say masters and mean publishing. So that okay, so I was right yeah. when I said it. It was a rapper that did it recently, and I was like, I don't know why he would sell this shit because I believe in ownership more than just making money now. But somebody made the distinction between publishing and masters in that conversation, and I didn't. I realized I didn't understand what they were talking about. Mm-hmm. So basically, I was right though. If that if you saw your publishing, you sold your masters too. Mm-hmm. So why would somebody do that? I just, what's the benefit of doing it now outside of getting money right now? All right. So let me rephrase this so, so I can make sure I have it correct. I'm going uh, to go by dictionary. So the publishing rights refers to the rights in a musical composition with the words and the music. Composition, words, and music. The master is the original sound. So your master would be, if you go up in the other room over there yeah, I record and it, you yeah. record a song, Yeah, that would be your master. Okay. Right. Um, and any other time it's recorded, and that's what all other recordings are coming from. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, if you keep your master, but you don't have composition, the words, and the music, then somebody else could take that song. Like, Le- what you call yourself on this? Leon. Okay, so Leon, his real name is Derek, by the way. Um, <laughs> I'm joking. Um, so Leon could go in there, compose that same exact song, completely the same way that you did it and then he'll have a master no if nobody owns that publishing and he goes off and sell a million copies 
and you go off and sell 500 copies, he's entitled to everything on that song. Okay. If you own your publishing, then whenever he redo that, redo that song, then you have the rights to go after him for some of that money. Like uh, clearing samples, I guess. Yeah. So if I'm clearing samples, then I own the publishing. Yeah. The yep. person that you have to go to to clear a sample is the people that own the publishing. So what are the masters coming in all this, though? Like, like all my masters. It's the song as a whole. Yeah, it's I the song as a whole. Yeah. So you could keep your master. So yeah, that's, that's what I'm asking you. Why would so let's say sell? that you have, uh, let's say, I'm trying to think of a song that has a cover that's just as good as... Uh, blame it on the boogie. So blame it on the boogie, right? Right. Oh, blame it on the boogie. Yeah, most people, don't, most people don't know that's a cover. Mm-hmm. So, blame it on the boogie. Yeah. Everybody knows who? The Jacksons version of it. Okay. And the other person is who? I don't know. It's an older artist. I think the song, I think the song really isn't even an R&B oh, song. I got, a, I got another version of that. All Everson songs. Who? Elvis. All Everson songs. Well, uh-huh. The master of that song belongs to a black man. I can't remember his name right now. Right? So, he also, if I remember correctly... On some of that publishing. The black man. Same thing with Blaming on the Boogie. The original people own some of that publishing. Mm -hmm. You can always go back and play the original people's music, and they will get paid off of that because it's their master, okay. right? Um, if you play Michael Jackson's version of it, they get a different cut of the percentage because you're playing Michael Jackson's version of it. And only because the original people own a little bit of that publishing, they get it. Okay, so... Now, if Jackson was to go back and buy the, the master from the original people, or Elvis buy the master from the original people, whether you play the master or you play their version, they get paid from it. Most of the time, though, you buy the master from the original people so you could destroy it. So if I understand it correctly, so if I own the masters, not the publishing... I always have the I at least always have the right to use the song. Correct. But if I own the publishing without the masters, I can make the song, but I gotta pay the guy who owned the masters at mm -hmm. some point. If they whoever owns the publishing is whoever you gotta pay. Like let's say you make okay, the Okay, I said that wrong, yeah. Because if I own yeah. the publishing, that means that I don't have to actually pay anybody else for doing the song. If I got your publishing. Correct. Okay, so like if company X buys the publishing the company X buys Lil Wayne's publishing. Mm -hmm. So that means that at some point, that company can let uh, rapper Y in 20 years mm -hmm. remake um, Mrs. Lollipop. Officer. Oh, yeah. Okay. And Lil Wayne who? And Lil Wayne can't do shit about it. Mm -hmm. All he can do is probably like do a re-recording re of Lollipop. Or like whatever. Taylor Swift did. What? What'd she do? Besides uh, talk about her ex-boyfriend again. Oh, Taylor Swift, uh, a couple of years ago, remade all her albums. Because she didn't want somebody bought a publishing, mm -hmm. and she didn't want them to get. Um, no, they bought her catalog, which means they bought her masters. So she didn't want that person to get paid off of her because she hates that person. Mm -hmm. So she remade all her songs, <laughs> and then requested for all DJs and stuff when they play play any of her albums. But she, since she does her publishing those songs. But since she owned her publishing but not her catalog, mm -hmm. she can do that without having to pay them. Mm -hmm. But but if she redid the songs, 
She redid the songs, put them on a whole new album, and requested yeah. that that she owns. She owns the the masters to this album now. Okay. Um, the the other guy owns the master to all her old. Albums. Okay, so like if so I read okay. the master, and now she gets paid, and he doesn't get paid. So if I do a cover of like okay, the Jacksons, she did a blame cover of all her old songs. So the Jacksons, Blame It on the Boogie. Mm-hmm. So their catalog would include a cover of Blame It on the Boogie. Mm-hmm. So how they actually did it? That's their master recording of the of the cover. Mm-hmm. So that has nothing to do with the guy who originally made the song. Correct. But since he owns the publishing, the Jacksons would have to pay him to actually mm-hmm. just make the song. Right. I think I got it. I think I got it now. Okay. All right. So, thank you for that. Cause I really that was something that confused the shit out of me about music. Yeah, it's confusing to explain. Um. <laughs> yeah, cause you know, I mean, think about music it though. Business. But it's made like that though. It's made to confuse you. Cause you think about it. Like look at taxes. um. You look at certain shit like um. Shit. Um. Fuck it. Um. What's the movie? Came out 2015, but NWA. Straight out of Compton. Straight out of, Straight out of, Compton. Out of Compton. Yeah. Yeah, cause I was thinking about that. How Dr. Dre left. Um. Dr. Dre left ruthless, but still had to pay him, um, pay Easy E, even though he was dissing shit out Easy E. Right. And then suddenly, how uh, he left Death Row, and apparently he just didn't owe Death Row anything. And I was trying to figure out what the fucking difference was between. Oh those no! Nah, when he left Death Row, he left them all the artists. He left um I think he left the publishing and everything. So that's because of the deal he wrote with Shug. Like yeah. Shug wouldn't like Easy. Like Easy was like, I'm not letting him go. Mm-hmm. And like, oh, no, 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 you can have everything. So when he went over to Aftermath and started Aftermath, he yeah. started that whole labor from scratch. Aftermath makes sense. That kind of, mm-hmm. you know what, I think that might show the difference, like the fact that Easy was actually really that dude's friend. Mm-hmm. Like, I understand the deal was bad, but Easy just wouldn't want, Easy just didn't want to let him go. Right. But Sugar was like, all right, we'll get the fuck on. But at the same time, I think Death Row was in the strongest, uh, Death Row was in a stronger place than Ruthless was when Dre left, though. Yeah, because it had Shook, though. Shook was uh, <laughs> one of them dudes. I still, can't be- I still can't believe that, though. Like, you would do your homeboys like that. Who, Shook? Well, I mean, easy. I mean, like that. <laughs> I, well, I mean, I know like, Shook, I can believe, but I'm like, yeah. well, easy, though. I mean, like, these dudes, I understand you the money behind the label, but, you know, Cube is the engine of the label. Oh, man, you got you to gotta understand how game life is, though. Like, Shook was the boss of the game. You know what I'm saying? So no, I mean like he ran it like a gang, and you don't take no shit. No, I'm talking about like just um, it's kind of like how Cash Money too. Like I okay, I get it. Maybe maybe you fuck over the rappers because rappers <laughs> right uh, rappers, especially at that point they become a dime a dozen. Mm-hmm. Like shit at that point that was that was the moment where everybody rapped. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But like you would figure you would take care of Manny Fresh because Manny Fresh is the heart of the label. Man, That's the guy, man. I'm man in front. I mean, think about it. that. Was the cash? Think about it. When when Manny Fresh left, there was no there was Everything no longer had to go through Manny Fresh. Yeah, there was no longer a Cash Money sound. Correct. Because you knew what Cash Money, but when Fresh was there, you knew what Cash Money sounded like. Mm-hmm. Like as soon as you hear that beat, I was like, "That's a Cash Money song." Ladies and gentlemen, yeah. Even when he got even when he got better equipment, the time mm-hmm. went on. You know, like that's a Cash that's that's Cash Money because only Fresh would do some shit like that. Yeah. Like even with Dr. Dre, like listen when he came up with G Funk. Like soon as you hear that beat, that's that's G Funk. Oh, as soon as you hear the whistle, yeah, that yeah, you're right. <laughs> so I, I don't understand that, like how you would just you know fuck up the label's identity like that by mm-hmm. getting rid of the heart of the label. But I mean, like with, with Ruthless, I mean you had Dre doing the beats and Cube was writing for almost everybody mm-hmm. that wasn't already that you know except for maybe Ren, right? So like I don't know why you would fuck over that guy of all people. I just remember the Eminem limit lyric. 
And I wonder if he was giving a shout out to Jaren because he's like, he's talking about Viking and all that stuff, but he goes something about a chainsaw and it goes, ring, ring, ring. Mm-hmm. Takes a chainsaw. What, what the hell is he at? MC huh? Ren. MC Ren? I mean, can he talk now? No, he's that's one DLC. Of those voice no, that's right? DLC. That's oh, DLC. I'm stupid. Yeah. I mean, well, he was one of the other writers too for the Ruthless. It was, if I understand it right, the writers were Ice Cube, Ren, and, and DLC. Mm. Makes sense. Mm. They was gonna blow too if that shit didn't happen. Because mm. I mean, people forget, like he had more than he had more artists than just NWA. Right. I mean, you, you talking had, about uh, DLC? Yeah, no, I'm talking about Easy E. Like it was oh, NWA, yeah. it was the DLC, JJ Fat, I tell you what, man, we was just singing. I miss my uncle Charles the other day too, cause one my my aunt Carrie's brother, like two of her brothers died this year. Damn, like that was crazy. Like we started the year and lost. I lost two uncles and an aunt in one year. Yeah. Yeah, man, I'm in my Uncle Charles, y'all. He should have been gone in front of him. Home. Never mind. Dude, gone. I used to be scared of that video gone, when I was gone, little. Gotta be yeah. strong. Yeah. What? Yeah. I don't know. I guess you know what to do with the eyes. The, the angel dude? I was like a little kid. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. yeah. I was it was, was, was kind of creepy, though. I was like, was, how is he a devil, but he got wings also. I don't think he's supposed to be a devil. I think he was supposed to just be death. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he brought when he brought them wings out, you like, oh, shit. That ain't who I thought it was. Well, you think about it, death should be another angel. I mean, right? I mean, death is not. I mean, death is life. Like it's not like an inherently evil thing. Mm-hmm. Like macaroni and cheeses. But depends how you make it, though. Yeah. Um, but so uh, Meek Mill, he's taking his music off Spotify. So I mean, what do you think? How this this is gonna work? Because I remember you said he's doing it as an independent artist. So the, the the thing is, once you become famous, I mean, most of the time you need the label to get to the label level of fame. Mm-hmm. But once you do that, a lot of people like to hold on to the label. Um, you really don't have to, but it, if you don't, you're going to be putting all that work in on the back end. Unless you go be like Swanee, who just Ooh. released... Swanee? Swanee? Sony. It's a singer. I know Saweetie. That's about Saweetie. it. Saweetie. <laughs> yeah. <Okay. laughs> I thought you were talking about somebody else literally. Like, oh, I thought you sorry was, about uh, that. Yeah. So Weenie uh, just dropped the album. She like sold less than I did when I was selling. That's the girl with that song throw it in rotation. Yeah, she got like, two <sighs> double platinum songs and then because there's yeah. some there's some chick that was on Mad to Think last year wow. or the year before last. She had a song called Throw It in Rotation. Throw it in rotation. Oh, throw that ass rotation or something like that. I don't know. Oh, throw that ass in a circle. No, that's somebody else. That's a whole different song. Okay. Yeah, that's a way different song. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> But um, <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I don't know. I just know her from Madden. I know a lot of I know I know a lot of new artists from Madden. Mm. Is what I'm trying to say. But the thing is, with with in his case that I'm mentioning, Sweeney, Sweetie, Sweetie, Sweetie about is it comes down to promotion. Okay. So if you're with a label that's not promoting you. Like her label probably wasn't because there ain't no way that she could have dropped the album, and it go like I've sold more albums than her, <laughs> like on 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 that one versus the one that yeah. I, I used to sell, um, the, and that doesn't make sense. Um, she'll eventually catch on because people are gonna find out oh she got albums out and they're gonna start listening to it and stuff, so it's gonna catch on. But they put no money towards that. If you're going to be an independent artist, mm-hmm. the same way if Meat Mills do it, they I just read he was going to drop about 10 different albums, 10 albums in a row. If he does that, 
and nobody knows he got an album coming out, then it's going to flop as well. Mm. Um, T-Pain said you should put about $200,000 towards any song that comes out in order to get it in rotation. Um, the price, yesterday's price is not today's price, though. Mm-hmm. So we're looking at probably like about $300,000 that he, he has to put into dropping an album. That shouldn't be difficult, though. I mean... And shit, think about it. he makes an album. That's just to get in a rotation now. But think about it. he makes an album. Like I don't know if he has a YouTube channel now, but mm-hmm. he uses a YouTube channel, makes a little cheap video. The video doesn't have to be very expensive. I think it's just to beat the algorithm. Because no matter yeah. who you are, like, Because the algorithm is made for you to have to pay it. Yeah. yeah. Well, but th- well, okay, okay. So I'm assuming he has a social media presence. He's Meek mm-hmm. Mill, right? Mm-hmm. So he drops, he makes the album. Just kind of do it a little bit like old school, but just do it yourself, though, right? Makes an album, makes a YouTube video, mm-hmm. like shares the link for the YouTube video, like on Instagram or, or Twitter or whatever. And mm-hmm. like, hey, you know, that's how that's how it was back, and that's the only reason for music videos was to promote the actual song. Yeah, yeah but yeah, well, how you go get the video in rotation if it don't pop up? Or- like, no, you, I'm saying it, like he use like if you just use social media, right? Like right. He just does it like goes rogue. Just use social media. So if he shares the video like on his Instagram mm-hmm. or any of the other social medias. And say, hey, this is the link to the video on YouTube. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure, like, his fans will go watch the video, or at the very least, they will watch it on wherever he actually shared it on, which yeah. still counts as a view. And like, oh shit, yeah, nice video and the song's pretty good. Let me go. Pay and that him. works for some people. That worked for, yeah. I mean, on a small scale, it works for Pastor Troy, but it also works for um, what's that girl name? But Pat- uh, I mean, Meek Mill. Mm. Oh, girl. um, Lo Lo Ma, Lo, what's he talking about? Not Lo Ma, um, Lo Mama. Lo, not Lo Mama, the the rapper. The, the, La Mama is a rapper. Not the, no, the other one. <laughs> the one that's... that's like Young and May. Young and May, yeah. So I found out that... Is like, she pregnant? If she is, I hope it's by Kodak Black. <laughs> <That's> so <laughs> random. <laughs> 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 they used to do the thing he I hope still. <laughs> but yeah, it's... um, it's, it, it can happen, but as, as you find out, like, with Young and May and stuff like that, she didn't promote herself like that, so it ended up being um, well, I mean, uh, her money was, came in slow. Well, she was never as big of an Star artist Collins. as Meek Mill is now, and that's though. Because she wouldn't pay to play, like it was, it's things like that. Well, what, 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 what I'm saying, like you, like you said, you, you already said it. Like all of Meek Mill's legwork is pretty much done at this point in his career. Like everybody knows who Meek. Well, I mean, I don't think there's a whole lot of people who don't already know who he is. Ask you a question. Do you know that T? Uh, not T. I, um, T Pain came out with an album this year. I did not know that. You want to know why? But I don't follow. But my point is, I'm, I'm not saying I'm not. I'm not gonna say I'm not a T Pain fan, but I don't follow him or anything. Right. So I mean, somebody who I'm, what I'm saying is, if I'm let's say Meek Mill's fans right now, he got let's say Meek Mill has five hundred thousand fans out there, mm-hmm. right? People following him on Twitter, Instagram. Again, if he makes that video on YouTube and then he drops it on his social media, all mm-hmm. five hundred thousand people, those uh, five hundred thousand of those people. Were probably gonna go watch that video. Mm-hmm. All right. Again, just like how videos were back in the day, they were promotions for um, promotions for the song, and by extension, the album. You hear the song, you like the song. Let me go to Meek Mill's Cash App, give him ten dollars or however much he would charge, and Sorry, he sends me the link for the ago. album. Say that again. It was three years ago. His what? last album was three years ago. Meek Mill. But that's if you Two have your notification bell clicked, right? Well, true, yeah. Yeah, so the, 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 no, the but I'm thing saying is, again, he's sharing in the video. Yeah. In order so, to make the money and, the, and get the promotions and, I mean, well, 
get the popularity you need to be out there to make a million dollars for an album, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you, you need less than you would with a label because the label's going to take a whole bunch from you, but you still need more than you would do by just putting something out there. But think about this, too. So you have to promote it. But again, YouTube's already a platform that's built for that. Mm-hmm. Like, again... And this, uh, how I'm envisioning this, a lot of his legwork is already done for him. Right. Again, he already has his career and his following. Anything he puts the, uh, put it on, again, is already built for exactly that, for him to put the shit out there and people to watch. I mean, think about it. If, if Let's say, best case, worst case scenario, half the people who follow him, again, in that scenario I laid out, half the people who, like, who are his fans, follow him to YouTube. He's making mm-hmm. money off that already. But from the YouTube videos, the videos being watched on YouTube, right. he'll make money off of that. Again, let's say half of those people decide to buy the album, that's what, another 70, half of two, 50 is what, 125? So, shit, 125, those people sell, but 10 people buy, mm-hmm. he charges $10. And those 150000 that's what, 1.5 million he made right then and there. Mm-hmm. That's not even counting touring and shit like that. Well, I mean, it's, if he does it on Cash App, then I, I, I don't know. I don't know how that works. I think the best opportunity for him is to build a website, mm-hmm. sell it through the website with um, something like Shopify. That could work too. And then have that buffer there and basically send out the CDs himself. Like, that will be. Like physical CDs? If he's selling an album. Like uh, or or have the website have have somebody pay to be able to download like a download link. Yes, mm-hmm. I'm talking about a download link, which is basically what I'm about to put on my website for my yeah. new songs and stuff. But yeah, um, I, I mean, I think it could work. I think it will work more in that light than it will be for him to cash app it. Okay. Yeah, because so, cash apping is just like how how they're gonna be able to get it. So then conceptually, he's not wrong. Conceptually, he's not wrong. He just needs to find a better way to do it. Okay. So, in, in that case, like, Pastor Troy had, because I bought it. Um, by 2017 or 18, he had an album that you had to purchase through PayPal, I think. And when you buy it through PayPal, he will send you a thumb drive. On that thumb drive will have the music. Really? Okay, you guess what? Uh, he probably doesn't have the sophistication. Because I know there's, like, CD keys. Mm-hmm. And you can buy, like, real cheap games because they get, like, international codes for the games that you can download. Like, right. you know, if you buy a game from X Place, you can download a digital copy of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, you can go through Steam. Like, you buy off CD keys through PayPal. They'll send you the actual key mm-hmm. for the game on um, on PayPal, on um, on Stream. And then on you download it. streaming service. Right, so I figured I mean he'd have a link. I think he'd have a link, but maybe he just doesn't know how to do that then. Right. Because I mean, shit, you add an overhead buying um, thumb drives. Thumb drives, yeah. Because yeah. thumb drives, I mean, they're not expensive. They were like twenty years ago, but that's still money you got to pay out. But on the other hand, if you buys them in bulk, though, he probably gets a discount. So. But it's still, like you said, the keys is cheaper, yeah. way cheaper. Yeah. So. Yeah, you're right. Because he probably doesn't need a whole like a, a giant key, right? An album is what well, maybe be two hundred megabytes. Right. Yeah, I guess that could work. You just pay for it. You download it. Uh, you basically the way the technology works is if you download it on the phone, you can download it on the phone, um, and then your phone IMEI is basically is what is used to identify. It. And then if you ever have to change, you have to go through this whole big process to um, 
change it from phone to phone. But I mean, well, I mean, once you but once you got the album, the album's yours. So I mean, I should yeah. just be able to just move it. That's another reason why I think physical media is a lot easier. If I buy like any other albums that I currently own, I could just download it to this computer, and yeah. then when I switch the whole computer, I just re-download it. So basically, I guess now we starting to see artists use the technology better now. I guess. Yes. The, yeah. We well not not yet, not yet. Well, better than they were. It's starting to, but if if the artists continue to go the route that they're going, we're going to end up decommissioning, and I like that, uh, big record labels. I mean, yeah, at a certain point, things become kind of passe. They, yeah, they've been fighting for it a long time, but it's finally getting to the point where, well, it's not finally getting to the point, but I can see in the next two, three years. Yeah, because think about uh, it. Getting you... to the point where it might be one of those things that's talked about in the industry. I think what's going to happen actually is the same thing that happens in film, in like uh, film and television. Mm-hmm. You noticing that the big studios are now themselves becoming streaming services. Because mm-hmm. I mean, what think about Netflix? Netflix and Hulu was changing the game for so long that you know companies decide, hey, well, what time out? People really like the streaming, the streaming shit. Yeah, yeah. Lateral integration. So yeah. they campaigned and paid off the the politicians to uh, deregulate the internet. I mean, yeah, to regulate the internet so that they can have these lanes that they can drive in now. Yeah, because I mean, think about it. Look at all the streaming services now. Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. Disney. Which basically fucked um, up the internet now. Kind of. I mean, what? Paramount Plus? Olsen Twins. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Paramount Plus. I think Fox owns Hulu straight out now. Um. Did you ever Actually, notice? no, Disney owns Hulu because Disney owns Fox. Did you guys ever notice? Um, when did you get your first cell phone? What year? Shit, 2004. Okay, 2004. That's about, that's good enough. My so, first, deregulation, I mean, regulation of the internet started in like 14, right? Mm-hmm. Um, if you had... 3G service, I think, is when it when internet became lightning fast for everybody on the cell phone. You know what's funny? I'm thinking back to 3G. I'm thinking, I'm thinking about, the, I'm thinking back to 3G mm-hmm. in today's lens. I'm like lightning fast. 3G. I'm like, well, shit, at the time, yeah. at shit. the time, <laughs> yeah, it, is, it was working just as fast <laughs> as your stuff working now. Yeah. The reason why your stuff is so like if it's doing too much now. Slow. The reason why it doesn't work on 3G now is because they everything that you like. If you do a run app, right, and you jog down the street, they used to, I used to jog 10 miles a day. My jog used to run 20 megabytes during that run. And that is my phone sending signals up to the satellite so the satellite can know I just took five more steps and I'm going in this direction and how much longer that run is going to be in this direction. So it's doing all this calculation stuff like that. We're talking about 20-something megabytes. I could go turn on that same run app right now and run from the stop sign (laughs) in front of this studio to the stop sign a quarter mile down and run up hundreds of megabytes just for that. And that's because now, on top of those calculations, more than those calculations is data. Mm-hmm. That they're taking and repurposing and filing away so that it could sell later. So, seventy-five percent of your usage now is just data that they're using to sell about you later, and that's why we need a faster internet so that they could keep collecting more data. 
and do it in a fast manner so that you can still be able to use your stuff. So um, that's the reason why we have these 5G. We'll probably be at 6G by 2027 um, because by then they're going to need to be able to do all that stuff in 3D. <laughs> so um I my my suggestion to everybody when it comes to streaming this whole meat meals issue, mm-hmm. um, is artists well the studios will as the studios are trying to get bigger, what you wanna do as artists is take more control over your art. Right? Um New York, places like New York and Miami, L.A., um, Texas, Houston, stuff like that, like, they could still go platinum just by not even leaving their state. You know what I'm saying? Like a New York artist, all New York artists are blown up in New York sometime years before we hear about them, like, back in the day, in the 90s. Yeah, people forget how, like, when 56 came out, there was so much lore about them. Cause all kind of crazy shit that happened, shit. like in that time years before you heard of Big him. L. Mm. Yeah, think about well, it. I they be- treated Big L like that was the king. Like everybody knew who the fuck he was. I was like, who the fuck is this guy? Yeah, like all those tribute songs on like, like every video back when he died had like mm-hmm. his painting. I'm like, and like new beef for South Carolina. I'm like, okay, um, like who? Yeah, who was Big? Yeah, like shit back, like all the shit that happened. Um, I thought okay. I thought Death Row's first beef was Tupac, the Tupac Biggie thing. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize they had a whole war going on with Ruthless Records in L.A. that no one knew about. Mm-hmm. Like, nobody outside of L.A. knew about. Right. Outside of the, well, the West Coast knew about. Because I started watching um, the Beef DVD, mm-hmm. and they were talking about how, like... I remember seeing, like, the clip of it when, when Nate Dogg hit somebody with a golf club mm-hmm. at the Martel um, Jordan video. Mm-hmm. And I just assumed it was somebody from um, Bad Boy. Like, no, this whole time <laughs> it was somebody from Ruthless Records. How was his farm? <laughs> when he oh it was perfect perfect form okay cool like when dude didn't dodge it I was like the way you could dodge that mm. I was like bro I mean if you dodge that shit man I got a I got a special mission for you you lucky dude ain't die cause yeah whew the, it's the easy that you could kill somebody with a golf club huh. I don't think it was a nine I don't think it was a wood I think it was an iron mm. I, thought, I think that's weird too how like the wood clubs drive the ball further than the metal clubs. Mm-hmm. Those yeah. metal clubs will kill you quicker, too. Yeah, well. Shout out to golf. Yeah, shout out to golf, for sure. Because the woods are, um, That's they'll drive a ball farther, but they're hollow. See, those are the places where so Jerry see. Jones be talking about keeping niggers off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but on the real, like, uh, when, when it comes to music studios and stuff, the music studios are probably going to end up getting smaller, um, more niche, and become more like advertising agencies because um, they're not going to be able to hold the artists because all the artists are going into the more independent realm. Mm-hmm. Um, 360 deals are out the window because there was once a time where you would sign a deal and the label would own everything, you did. everything that you breathe. And I don't understand how niggas you <laughs> like, I don't understand, like, Fuck all that. You trying you got, to say I got nothing to do with you. Like basically, I go out there on my own and get cast in the movie, and you get a cut of that deal. You can't refuse. Fuck yeah. out of it. <laughs> and and people don't because they know people don't read the contracts. And um, oh, I'm not up. I'm not trying to go out and sound like uh, Kanye West today, but they know people don't read those contracts. They know you're coming from conditions like 
like I used to tell people, well, the way I tell people is I, my rent growing up was $38 a month and we barely was able to afford that. Like, so rappers come from conditions like that. Like, yeah. they come from welfare. They don't know shit about money. All they know is if they sign on this dotted line, they're about to receive $250,000 in cash. No, not realizing that you probably not can't realizing earn. that one session, one song is about $250,000. And knowing that, you probably already earned that money. <clears throat> yeah. That was because, remember, again, back to Straight Outta Compton with um, Wise Cube telling Jerry Hill in the movie. Mm-hmm. He's like, nigga, I already earned that 75000 What the fuck yeah. you mean I got to sign the contract to get it? Yeah. Like, I already wrote all them songs. Like, I didn't, like, what the fuck you talking about here? Right. So, I think, I think, with that, I think people have to learn that sometimes the smallest thing that you can admit to, you can do is admit that you don't know what's going on. Right. Like, I, again, like, if, like, my aspirations, I still, like, like, me doing my YouTube channel, that actually kind of brought my juices back a little bit, pause, as far as, like, writing and trying mm-hmm. to be, get into filmmaking. If, let's say Paramount comes out and says, hey, we want to go pick up this option in your script, and you know, make this movie, um, okay, well, I'll talk to y'all after I talk to this lawyer. Mm-hmm. I don't know shit about um, movie contracts. I'll I know I want to be an artist. independently and make sure they're not friends. Yeah, I was like, well, when I go holler at your sink, um, <laughs> <Get out. laughs> I'm about to die all nines. Nah, you know me, I got to go to Wigger. I got to go to the Wigger law firm. <laughs> you go to Wigger? Play safe, go to Wigger. Who would you go to? <laughs> Who? Who would you go to, lawyer in town? Uh, no, I'm going to cross that water. Ooh. I'm going. I'm going Middle East. Find somebody over there. Going to the Saudis. If you had to go, somebody in town. Oh, like, somebody in town. A like, lawyer. Man, I'm calling all nines, baby. I don't even know. I don't know the I met Bill Green once. Get Akeem Anastapulo. Akeem. Oh, Akeem. Extreme Akeem. Extreme Akeem. Maybe I don't know. Akeem be breathing on your neck and shit. Y'all know goddamn what his contract ain't shit. I met Bill Green once though. Mm. Yeah, he was a cool cat though. I met I, I met Tim Scott once in the same store when I was working there. Fuck Tim Scott. Tim Scott, I mean, face to face, he's alright. He was, mm-hmm. you know, he had gave good advice about getting into politics, like I asked about. Mm-hmm. But um, and I guess I guess you know politics is all theater. So yeah, he did. I remember he said that thing in his uh, campaign, um, his campaign commercial. <laughs> what do you talk about? How you be doing this, that, and the third about comprehensive um. Like common sense, um, law enforcement reform and all that shit. Mm-hmm. He's like, what do people do? They call me Uncle Tim. And I thought about it. I was like, yo, that's kind of, that shit was so clever. He called him Uncle Tim, <laughs> like like Uncle Tom. Yeah, home. yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I was like, I mean, come on, Tim. You gotta you gotta admit that was clever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, I don't know. Like, like if somebody if I, if I was him, if somebody roasted me like that, mm-hmm. I would laugh at it myself. I'm like, that is. That is clever. If you're going to roast me, be clever. And then on the other side of it, if you got black people that's in politics and they stay true, that you have moms moms for the Confederacy or whatever their name is that, that will hire a whole student council to get on board to fire your ass mm-hmm. and, and replace you with a real Uncle Tom within uh, three hours. You know what, man? Speaking of uh, Uncle Tom politicians... I know this is going to be off subject, but I mean, fucking politics. This is America. Fuck Kanye. Uh, all day. All day. All day. Yeah, all day. I mean. Uh, Anally. Uh, see, see, he just never, he doesn't know when to stop. I was going to say with Jay-Z's penis. Like. So, um. <laughs> <laughs> That's his friend. You know, every his time. Friendly, his friendly comeback. You know what? Every time. <laughs> it's a familiar. <laughs> like, what? Every time I hear, like, Herschel Walker talk. Mm-hmm. I always look at Warnock and I think, you mean to tell me you couldn't run away with this shit? 
Uh, it's, 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 it's the people. This it's dude said this now. erection is very important. This about the, yeah, he said this erection is about the people. I'm like, bro, I mean, the people got big titties and shit, but <laughs> like, come on, bro. You're supposed to be supposed to be a politician, man. Yeah. Like, you yeah. be telling me you can't just, you just can't say the word correctly? He's not. He's just a fill-in to do whatever them white people want him to do. That's, that's had Lindsey Graham. Was it, was it Lindsey Graham? Man, what's the under-ghoulish-looking motherfucker? Um, no. Oh, no. Uh, no, that's not the ghoulish motherfucker. He looks like Eddie um, Eddie Munster. He looks like a, like a, like a whack vampire. I thought uh, you were talking Cruz. about... Ted Cruz, yeah. yeah. Mm. Damn, I said whack vampire. You knew exactly what I was talking about. Nah, I'm just... I'm throwing names out there. But yeah, it was, <laughs> um, it was Ted Cruz and um, Lindsey Graham next to him. And I'm like... I was like, right, you're skinny and crawling? He... Just out there for the people. I mean... Yeah, because that's, what, that's who that erection was that about. They're going to do whatever they say. The people were giving is. him an erection. That's what Tim Scott is. He's what? I have a friend that I realized, I had a friend that I realized might not be so cool when I found out he was friends with Tim Scott. And then. You just said something about me? When, when it came I ain't said I was a nigga friend. Huh? I ain't said I was a nigga friend. I said I met him. I ain't talking about you. <laughs> um, and then things came for that guy to basically show who he was, and he was a Tim Scott. I want to see uh, uh, an election between Tim Scott and Cory Booker for some reason. Mm. I think Cory Booker got some of that in him too. What? To in order to be a politician, uh, and, and keep your when you when you start. This is why I don't think lobbying should be allowed. When you have to start keeping your seat and to kiss ass in order to keep your seat, you, you're no longer. Um, campaigning for the people that you're running for. You're just mm-hmm. campaigning to keep mm-hmm. your seat so you're kissing ass. And then when you start taking money, this is why. It's over then it's over. Like, which, which is why I think that maybe it's a good or a bad thing. I don't know, good or bad, but it's the reason why I'm not like in situations like that because I, like, I don't give a fuck what you're lobbying about. I am under no obligation to vote for this interest. Thank you for your money, but they're going to say no on that proposition when right. it comes up. Right. Because it, it's a, I want to run for mayor of the town that I live in, but I also want to shut down the prisons in the town I live in. Like, so I'm not going to get voted in. Hey, listen. Like, um, move this prison. We need clean, renewable energy. That's how that works. That's what Tez wants. Yeah, I want clean, that's, renewable energy, and I, I think what, all prisons should be government That's ran, what the people who believe in Tez wants. Federally government ran. How about uh, yeah? How about this? No more life sentences, right? Right. Maximum is twenty years. Right. You can't rehab somebody and give them a life sentence. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. For real. For for selling a twenty ounces of weed. Yeah. So like no life sentences. Uh, people get out. Uh, hey, how about this? We teach them to be better people. Mm-hmm. So, hey, hey, hey. This is why you should not have shot that guy. <laughs> All right. Yes, Miss Prostitute, you should not have swallowed his cum in the middle of the city. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I'm, I'm all for, like, you know, making sex work legal and all, but, yeah, I mean, the such thing as, you know, decency. Mm-hmm. They shouldn't be giving blowjobs in the middle of broad daylight. Like, right. I'm like sorry. City limits or something like that? Right around the yeah. corner from the school. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. which is a school where I don't want any darkest going to. Mm-hmm. That, <laughs> that's said by Jerry Jones. That's <laughs> said by Jerry Jones. Listen, you can blow, you can give a blowjob around the corner, but it better not be to a Negro. Yeah, because they, they would love it to be, yeah. 
Oh, they used to be so demeaning to watch something like Malcolm X and see a white, a black, a beautiful black queen get down and start sucking on an old white man. No, but that scene, yeah, that shit threw me all the way off. You know, for the longest time, I didn't realize that she saw him with oh, the white shit, girl. I forgot you mixed, ain't you? I ain't mixed. No, oh, not okay. with white. <laughs> okay, good. You know, for the longest time, I didn't realize that. <laughs> I didn't realize that in that scene where he met the white woman. Huh? That in that scene in the movie where he met the white woman, mm-hmm. I didn't realize that she was in the back looking at him. Mm-hmm. So when he took her home and said, oh, oh, I'm sorry, I gotta run, she was like, I know you're gonna see that white woman. Like, I didn't like, I, I, like it was like I saw it like as an adult for the first time, like mm-hmm. a few years ago. I, oh, shit, she right there the entire time. I'm like, boy, Malcolm slipping. Well, Malcolm ain't got no game. Like, your girl sitting there watching you cheat on her. Mm-hmm. I'm like, damn, I mean, I mean, guess the brother was like a, he was a great man, but shit, maybe not every great man has game. M- now, Martin, that's what happened to Martin. Oh, nah. <laughs> Martin was like, like Martin had a ring of uh, people bringing <laughs> him his new coochie. Martin would have looked like, oh, shit, I'll talk to you later. Hey, baby. <laughs> hey, Mrs. Warnock. <laughs> you get it? But, <laughs> no, <laughs> Because Warnock is the Warnock, the person that's running against Hersha, yeah. is the preacher, the minister to his church, his oh, current shit. church. And he still, he could not beat Hersha. Hersha walked, listen, this man got up on TV after the debate and said, I am work with many police. I was like, this shit ain't easy for you, Warnock? This is, uh, this is all about, uh, um, this erection's about the people. It's all about the, the people that's voting for him. Yeah, the people got ass, you know. No people one. got flags with blue X's and white stars in the middle of them. I saw the people one time. I was like, what's up, bitch? You're talking about uh, Stone Mountain is right there. They go and watch a uh, electric lights show of racist people um, on the side of a mountain. This man said, I am work with many police. Mm-hmm. I saw that shit. I'd have heard that shit, man. I'd have been like... Black people go to Six Flags over Georgia. White people go to Stone Mountain and celebrate. I just stopped the whole fucking like debate. And when he said that, I am working many police. I would have been like, "Listen, Georgia, what are we doing here?" He might be Jamaican, you know. Let's <laughs> <laughs> he might be Jamaican. I know one thing. Bo Jackson wouldn't say no shit like that. No, that's why he no, in he Chicago minding his business. Right. Was Bo Jackson in Chicago? Mm-hmm. Man, Bo Jackson, you from the south? Damn. And Barry Sanders, Barry Sanders is the the most down to earth person that I've seen from football. Cause that dude, multi, multi, multi millionaire. That dude stay in the country. That dude wash his own clothes. That dude kill shit with a bow and arrow. <laughs> and that dude drives himself everywhere, and he uh, stays no. out the spotlight. If I was rich, I look like I had realized a long time ago, like. That whole front thing where people be like, "Oh, I still go to work, just not be like." I was just when they get rich. Like now, nah, I realize I'm like, "Nah, that ain't me." I get rich, I ain't working again. Nah. I don't know. I'm not washing my own clothes again. Now take it back. I wash my own clothes. I wash my own clothes. I wash my own clothes. Like, if I wash my drugs, be a farmer though. I'm about to say the thing that would change for me is I would probably farm. Like I just tend to my own shit. No. You'll see me on the side of the road selling fruit. And weaving baskets. And bee pies. If I was rich, man, that'd be a countdown to my dick going on strike. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm married, so... Stop it. <laughs> I'm married, so my dick, A, it's on strike all the time. Like, 
Yep. See, uh, so, <laughs> so what you're saying is don't get married. <laughs> um, All right. Yeah, so yeah, but like, Tez, listen, you don't have to, every fine bitch you see, I know you got money now, Tez. All right, I know it's nothing now, but every fine bitch you see, you ain't got to, you know. So you're going to be Nick Cannon, is what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, but Dick, I'm like, you can't, listen, Nick Cannon <laughs> built different. <laughs> All right. <laughs> but Dick, I'm like, that nigga live in L.A. Mm-hmm. All right, he wanted this lifestyle. <laughs> you still live in fucking South Carolina. Yeah. You would stay here? If you got stupid rich, you would stay in South Carolina. If I got stupid rich, I would... I would. Yeah. If I got stupid rich, my American home would be here. If I got stupid rich to the point where I actually don't have to make any more money... If I got stupid rich, my American home would not change from where it's at right now. Yeah. If I got stupid rich where I don't have to actually actively make money anymore, like money just, you know, where you're rich enough to the point where you just get richer just by existing, um, yeah, probably. I'd stay here. Like, I wouldn't be here all the time, mm. but, okay, I would claim residence in Florida or Texas, so I play for no state tax, but I'd probably live, if I'm living somewhere, it'd probably be here most of the time, but y'all would rarely see me. I'd be out, you know, like, in the islands, Brazil, especially, uh, Brazil. <laughs> Uh, we know what all his kids gonna look like. <laughs> My kids, and I ain't going in for the white Brazilians, y'all. So y'all stop hating on that, because right, Brazil has the highest population of black people outside of the continent of Africa. So I'm moving to Ethiopia if I had a choice. I go to Ghana. Ghana. So Ghana. I had always said I'm gonna go. Yeah, Ghana is where uh, Akon what, City's at. What's the tax situation like in Ghana? That's my question. I don't know. I heard it's. I heard if you go to the gonorrhea, they have a lot of the... <laughs> May the ancestors curse you. <laughs> Disrespecting gonorrhea. <laughs> no, what I'm saying is like, I, where, where I clean residency would probably be the easiest tax situation for me. Check it out for Akon City. Um, like, on some real, um, my med situation, I would have a place in Akon City because it's right across from the med. Like, it's, it's right on the med. So you can basically fly to Europe, mm-hmm. fly to the Middle East, all within a few hours instead of everything else. But you're in Africa, right? But I think you got to live in like the state for like three months out of the year to claim residency there, right? That probably would be no problem. The I mean, if you live, if you're gonna claim residency in the U.S., <laughs> I mean, right? Yeah, right. Oh yeah, man. You want see me watching this shit? It's my proof of residency. It's my proof of residency right there. Check my log. Um. I don't know, but where my, my, the best tax situation is for me, I would live there. But yeah, I know I spent a lot of time in Ghana. Um, spent all, almost all my time in Brazil. Um, I can't get over that. I can't say that enough. Ooh, I lied my ass off. <coughs> <coughs> and Barbados too. Yeah. Barbados is it. Those are my destinations. I guess I might go to France to hate on the Mona Lisa in person. Because <laughs> I hate that being, that's the most overrated painting of all time. Like just it's just a weirdo looking bitch smiling at you like <coughs> talking about you. That's how I feel about diamonds. Diamonds? I think diamonds are overrated. Diamonds of uh like you mean the actual uh gemstone diamonds. King of diamonds? Yeah. Oh. No, not not. They are overrated. You know that's more diamonds already mined in the world than they are people yeah. by like a hundred and twenty per person. Hoes like them. Um so uh, <laughs> gotta pay to play, right? <laughs> right. So if I'm super duper rich, I'm gonna get this bitch a diamond real quick. 
So I have to type in where it's Akon Senegal. It says Senegal. I was wrong. Anytime I make a chick mad. That's East? No, that's Western, right? Like, rude. Senegal. Yeah, it's West. Senegal. Yeah, I want to say yeah. Anytime I make a chick mad. Man, here's a diamond bitch. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm over here trying to find out where Ghana is. Oh, nah, I definitely don't want to go to Ghana. Why not? I want to be in Morocco. Somewhere that's off the water. Not landlocked or something. So my favorite place in Europe is Gibraltar. Uh, so Morocco is across from Gibraltar. Well, basically it is. So I'm really big on Greek, Greek mythology. Used to be really big on Greek mythology. Mm-hmm. So they always believe that basically if you go through um, the Straits of Gibraltar, basically you go out into and fall over the ocean and you'll meet Kyrie um, because the earth is flat. <laughs> so, <clears throat> listen. The Earth is flat. My uncle fell off the edge of it like twenty years ago. We never saw him again. Man, when he was working on the roof. <laughs> <laughs> so, Morocco is across from Spain, which is where the Rock of Gibraltar. They meet basically at a tip where the rock, basically the Rock of Gibraltar is. Um, and. That'd be a good place to go for me. Because I'd be on the black people's side. I'm going to have a harem, so don't worry about it. Um, so <laughs> <coughs> Got a, nothing to do with anything, but... <laughs> um, but yeah, you got to saw me living like a king out of united all African peoples around the world. Finally fight white supremacy. Right. Like literally fight it. Like, you see me, like, outside of America on my shirt off, like, white supremacy, bring your ass out of here right now. And then he knew who shows up. A black man to kill you. Jerry Jones. Uh, <laughs> Jerry Jones. <laughs> With a short water fountain. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be one weapon the white only sign. Wait, Leon, tell them what they can find you, man. Uh, Nigga shows up with a contract. <laughs> all right, now. There's no way you can find me. I'm on a you social drop media. That, you dropped that I'm social, on a social media, media cleanse till the end of the year. I need to get my mind right. You already dropped it? Yeah. You know. And did you delete the um, account or did you just like dormant? No, nah, I deleted them. Damn. Already? Yeah, yeah. I ain't even noticed. I thought I was scorched earth. Yeah. All right. I thought I was scorched earth. Tez, man. Uh, Tez, man on Twitch. Uh, Match Moose of the Seventh on, um, what's that thing? What's it called? Twitter? Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, Instagram, and you can find me at Things Went Left on uh, YouTube, and uh, you can also find me uh, not in a public school if Jerry Jones has his way to buy his Right. <laughs> if 1950s Jerry Jones had his way with it. And you can find everything I do at www.distractionnetwork.com. Until next time, take care. Be safe. <clears throat> Goddamn. Uh, Gazoontite. Is that what you're supposed to say? Gazoontite? That's when you um, sneeze. Oh, a chew. Gazoontite. Kanye West. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, that was funny. A chew. <laughs> Gazoontite. Oh, that is funny. <laughs> All right. Uh, holla. <laughs>